Allison. Evan. At the end of the day, I'm going to say, incest is best. <laughs> that was so awful. Why did you say that? I love that? Kelly. I I'm love in, Kelly, too. I'm in on Kelly. I have done a complete... I think I knew you would be eventually. 180 on basically every character in this show. Yeah, for better and, or for worse. And she's like probably the hardest 180. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I haven't had a 180 on yet. This what? show. Wow. We're hosting this podcast with you. Aw. Batch, please. That's so nice. So well, you're Allison Gunnell. I am. And you're Evan Delaney. I sure am. And welcome. Thanks for listening. Second episode this week. We yeah. have to give you guys two because there's just so much to talk there's about. There's five hours of Bachelor content this week. It's a um, lot. If you did not listen to our Monday recap, go back and do it. It should be in your little pod box on your phone. Exactly. Go listen to it. Exactly. Um, but so we moved from Costa Rica to Chile. Yes. They're going to some really great places. All within like one kind of strip yeah. of this hemisphere. Yeah. But they're all like really cool places. Beautiful, a lot of cult, like culture to d- discover and explore. And yeah, I'm jealous. And, and we get there, and Peter has one of his bandages removed. I don't know how many are still left. Got some of the stitches out. I from his incident from last from Monday. So I'm sure, like a scar on the forehead, unless you're Harry Potter, is like probably the least like cool, sexy place to have a bandage or a scar. What's the top yeah. place? What's a cool scar a cool location? Place? Yeah, like an uh, like an arm. I think Ooh, yeah. like an arm muscle, like in the middle of like an arm muscle. Just so everyone knows, I got arm scars. Not that I have <laughs> arm muscles, but if I did, I imagine that would be cooler. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I was curious. Mm. Um. Yeah. So we are in Chile, Santiago, to be specific. Yeah. Um. And it starts off with a little. Well, it kind of starts off with uh, Mike Kenna. This whole episode is kind of just the unraveling of my Kenna. Hardcore, yes. She just cannot handle this whole process at all. And Victoria F. does a remarkably funny uh, impersonation of her in the beginning. Oh, that was hilarious. Which I'm like, um, I want a one-on-one group date. Mm. It was funny. A one-on-one group date, huh? Yeah. that's. Hey, man. A lot of these, it's early in the morning, okay? Usually I fuck up in the morning, but it's early. We're doing this before... Our real. You're a morning guy, way more than I am. I know, I know. Our we're doing this before our normal Dolly Partons, our nine to fives. Um, (laughs) Okay, so let's get right into it. We got a one on one with Hannah Ann. Yes, one with Hannah Ann, and I I will say I I like Hannah Ann. I do too. And also, when he told her she had the group date, like most of the time, the girls are like, "So get." Oh my god! We're both doing doing it. it. Damn it! Sorry, guys. Ah. Um, usually when more corona they get a one-on-one date, the girls are always like, yay, and they're all giddy or whatever. And I like that Hannah was like, oh, guess I'll cancel my girl's day. Like, I like yeah. that she was kind of like she joking kinda about it. She kind of played it cool. She did play it cool. And I really liked, they did, they just kind of explored Chile. Um, Chile. 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 Um, we pronounce things correctly in this show. Okay, whatever. And there's some weird making out with some food on, on the face. That was okay, so gross. it looked like they were eating a they hot dog. They said it was a hot dog. What the hell was and on their face? And then it turned into like a cake or some shit. That's what like, I thought. Like what was that? What I kind of hot dog is that? And she was like, yeah, most people think a wedding cake, but or for us it's a hot Chile, dog. Pero caliente. Okay. Anyway. You used but, to be a Spanish tutor, right? Stop. Yes. <laughs> yes, Evan. So I you did. didn't even need the subtitles for this episode. You're right. Exactly. Lucky I'm very you. fluent. But... What the hell kind of hot dog was that? I don't know. I kind of want one, though. Just I know. It. I'm just, I really, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? You know, it's very, quite the debate. We could go on for hours about that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take that as no, which you are correct. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they have a pretty good day together in Chile. 
Um, they reconvene somewhere for a nice dinner where you don't eat. Um, of course. And, Such a waste of food all the time. Peter kind of starts, you know, digging into what – well, Hannah Ann has never been in love before. Okay, Which you know is a what, huge though? red flag to him. That really bothered me. That This is where I got really, really pissed at Peter last okay. night. It really bothered me because I felt like he was kind of condescending about the fact that she said she like felt love at the time but realized like it really wasn't in love. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, but she's never been in love. And I'm like, look, Peter, just because you were in love with someone that you knew for six weeks on a show doesn't necessarily mean that everyone has been in love. Yeah. And a lot also, of people aren't in love until they find the one. Not, not everyone has multiple quote unquote loves. I think that he he definitely asked it the wrong way. Like he went about it kind of yes. like you said, condescendingly. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. But I think he's got a point in like he wants to make sure that she's had experiences outside of him and that she knows that this is what she wants. Yeah, which is fine, but I just don't think that he presented it very well and I think he was I just think he was kind of condescending in the way he presented the whole topic to her and then being like What's your career goals and all this stuff? I'm Which like, well, she didn't okay. give a great answer. She didn't. I, I, she she's didn't. like, well, it's not necessarily a job. But I'm going to do modeling as long as I can. But if she's if she's making a living off of that, she's comfortable yeah. and she's happy, let her do that. I think we get into a weird place sometimes on, on this show when the lead is substantially older than yeah. most of the cast. I mean, Hannah Ann, for example, is 23. Yeah. And Peter is 28. 29, mm-hmm. which really in the grand scheme of life is not that dramatic, no. but in the sense of like life phases, it can be. Yeah, depending. early. Yeah, usually I think like 25 and up, you're kind of in the same life phase. That 23 to 24 range yeah, is it like. could be all over the board. You could be super mature. You could be childish. I mean, you don't know. And, and in terms of relationships, like, I mean, I. I I got engaged at 23. Yeah. I had friends. Same. Is that, yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, I had friends who were already married at 23. I still have friends that aren't anywhere close to even thinking about getting married. Like, Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I mean, you know, it just, it just depends. But I, I don't think that it was fair that Peter was trying to get some, I don't know what he was trying to get her to say. Yeah. Like, I didn't like it at all. I think, too, that he wasn't vibing with, like, this perfectionist type of thing. That, yeah. that she puts on and she's always, you know, very composed, very in the moment, like able to kind of weave her way. She's the goofiest way. one in the in the group. Well, it doesn't that? doesn't look like that because I don't see that from her. I know. He said Hannah Ann's the goofiest girl in the group she's and too whatever, poised, whatever. And he wants to see her like he even said, like, I don't want perfection. And I think that's Absolutely. why he liked Hannah B so much. Is yeah, because I think so too. Because she, she let hot her mess emotions express. Yeah. And she wore her emotions on her sleeve, but I think that then they went to when they went to dinner and Peter was just continuing to kind of roast her a little and then walked away. Yeah. I was like, this is the worst way to handle the situation. And he waited for so long. And then Well then she came out. And then Hannah was Hannah Ann was kind of crying and was like, I'm sorry. Here's my thing with that. I don't know if those were real tears and emotions. That might have been a calculated move to stay on the show longer. I think she saw that her time was running short. If she did not open up per se, it could have been. But I'm gonna defend Hannah That's Ann in fine. this case I, I'm and just be like, "What the hell else do you do?" Like Peter's being so weird. He yeah. got up and left for like a long time. Yeah, I kind of feel like what other choice did she have? Like, and it was weird. He wrote, the instant he saw her crying, he's like, "Oh, this is all I really wanted." And I'm yeah. like, "You just want her to cry?" Like, 
It's not like even when crying, she expressed any dramatic emotions or feelings. Yeah. He just was like, this is what I wanted to see. I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of weird. It felt a little phony to me. Yeah, no. And Hannah Ann, who has been averse to love in all her 23 years of existence. Yeah. He just acted like that was just so mind-blowing that she's 23 and hasn't ever been madly in love. And I'm just. I fell in love this week with a girl and her name is Shakira. I knew. I literally <laughs> knew that you were going to say that when you started that sentence. Um, but Hannah Ann does say that she's beginning to far, fall in love. I was in fart in love. <laughs> that's Yikes. not true. Um, fall in love with Peter. And I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know if it's accurate either. Just because from going from a whole conversation about not feeling love to being like, we well, yeah, I'm falling in love with Actually, you. Actually, come to think of it. I am I changed my mind. From the day you. portion of this date, I yeah. feel differently now yeah. in the night portion. Yeah. All right. So she gets the rose. No surprise there. Um, we go to the group date. I love this group this date. This is by far, hands down, my favorite group date. Not only, it was the only one that was even decent. It and was more, hilarious. Did Pedro. I would have loved this group date. I thought it was so funny. I loved it too. It reminds so on Netflix is season 13 of The Bachelor. Oh, I haven't yeah. finished it still. Oh, my God. You're killing me. But there's a soap opera episode, and it's just the same thing, but this is in Spanish. And they, I think they're trying to like. But it really wasn't in Spanish. Only Peter's part lines of were well, in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, which is funny because I don't think any of the other girls, and they don't have to know Spanish. That's fine. No, like, but it was only Peter. Expected to. But he says things like they're supposed to know. And I know. And they just like look at him. Like, I what think are you talking about? Kelly has like a little bit of knowledge on it, I feel like. But the rest are just like, no. No. Out. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely love this. And speaking of Kelly, she played uh, Pedro's oh, that grandma. Was so funny. Still was snuck so funny. in a kiss there at the end. So I don't really know what's happening. That's that psychology. That was so funny. And I mean, it was just the whole thing was goofy and funny. And then this is where we see McKenna really starting to like freak out <laughs> and being like, I really resonate with the character of the maid because Pedro doesn't acknowledge her and notice her. And that's how I <laughs> feel. I was like, oh, no. She like creates these false realities and she literally lives in a different world and it stresses her out so much she's been like kind of coasting through and i i don't think she's ever had anything to worry about um because peter's always seemed to be pretty good with her and she just like unravels at the slightest instance of doubt in her mind all of a sudden when the the thing ended and he was like oh no i it was in front of my face all along i love the maid which a didn't they all have scripts didn't yeah, they all know how so. it was going to end? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if she read. Because she was so shocked. And I'm like, didn't you read the freaking script? But anyway, then he makes out there, whatever. And you would have think, you would have thought, it was, I mean, it was the best day of her life. She said she was something like, like that. She yeah. was like, this is it. I just feel so great. I've never felt this good. This is the yeah. best. The way that she. And she packed her bags before the group date. Yeah. The way that she talks about either Peter or one-on-one and the way she like lurks around when other people are with Peter, it reminds me so much of Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Really? It's like her relationship with a one-on-one is Gollum's relationship with the precious. I don't, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Well, any Lord of the Rings fans out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. But she, like, just the way she just goes about it, it's, it's Gollum kind of creates these false realities within himself the same way that Mykenna does. Hmm. And, yeah, it's hmm. just, I only see her as Gollum now. Okay. So, great. Well, there you have it. <laughs> uh, one more thing from the telenovela, Chris Harrison. I mean, come on. What a the man's an he icon. He is literally an iconic figure in America. I freaking love. I Chris want Harrison. him to have that mustache all the time. Oh my god, it was like a power mustache. I loved it. 
So we go to um, is it like a is it a cocktail party at the group date? It's a like group date cocktail party okay. thing. You would think I'd know what these things are called by now. I don't know that the I don't know that thing. It's basically a group date cocktail party. Okay. Do you ever think about probably not? But do you ever think about how many like gowns these girls have to pack with them? No, I don't think about that. Because right. they. I mean, speaking from experience, black tie-ish dresses yeah. are, they're expensive. Yeah. They're they are pricey. Mm-hmm. And you got to think, like, when you go into the show, you don't know if you're lasting one week or if you're lasting the whole time. You have to bring a fancy dress for every single rose ceremony Yeah, for the whole time and for every cocktail party thing after group dates. So you have to bring so many fancy dresses and they must spend a freaking fortune yeah it seems like it's probably easier on the guys like they have to just bring a couple of nice jackets yeah just rotate them the salmon two. jacket the famous yeah. salmon jacket that they all wore seven times yeah i think i would have be okay almost in the wardrobe department if i went on the bachelorette i would just have to you pick so. up a few suits or a few jackets i would have a hard time because you have to have like 35 dresses yeah i want a season where like everyone just doesn't do the bachelor bachelorette with like the ritziness and all the posh, like let's have poor bachelor. I like it. Yeah, like, like let's all go to let's get a Groupon and go to nice. Taco Bell or something. Okay, I don't know that you need a Groupon for Taco Bell. Uh, I'm saying you're scrounging it in this. But I season. would, I would love to go. See, if I had a one-on-one date, I would honestly love that. I because yeah, they all could do fancy stuff, but I've, like I've said before, that's not real life at all. Yeah, and it doesn't pay for anything, which is why they all date for two seconds after the show ends and break up. Mm-hmm. Take me to Taco Bell. <laughs> Take me to Taco Bell. Great branding opportunity, too. Absolutely. So, I'm surprised there aren't more brands involved. There's plenty in the of brands brand. involved. You think? Yeah. Really? I every so. every week there's a brand involved almost. Who's involved? This week I can't remember. Exactly. The, yeah, okay. the, the telenovela was involved. But last week it was Cosmo. We've had Revolve. We've had uh I mean more like else. product placement, not like not like collaboration. You're talking okay, yeah. I'm talking yeah. like, oh, they're all drinking coronas coronas and it's very clear that the corona branding is showing and everyone watches it like that like i'm surprised there isn't more like that product placement in the show that's fair okay um victoria p had a little that was so weird i was so (laughs) confused during that entire scene because they were just chatting and she was just kind of brought up like hey like i know things are kind of weird with the alaya thing i don't want you to like feel weird about me just yeah. want you to know like i'm here for you and like whatever whatever she went zero to 100 real quick and peter has always kind of really liked her and they've always seemed to have a pretty good connection and then all of a sudden he's like you know i just don't think you're my wife well he did Sorry. remark that since the alaya thing like it just has kind of cooled off between those two and yeah he probably did realize like this i don't see a future with forever with this girl which is fine like he has every right to do that for sure and she was like she basically said but i followed all the steps and did the things i was supposed to say he was like i just don't see you as my wife i'm sorry she was following the formula she was was saying that she was beginning to fall in love with him she's been saying she's opened up she like said i did i checked this box i checked this box i checked this box which is like evident that there's a strategy, and this is a game to people, and yeah. people know how to play this game. And that's Absolutely. why I think Hannah Ann is playing the game. Is playing the game. Yeah, the whole thing with Victoria is kind of weird, and she was pissed. 
he was like, can I walk you out? And she was like, no, I, I don't need you to walk me out. She and asked he did for anyway. a car. She's like, can I get a car? Yeah. Can I get a car and Uber? Like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. She and was then, like, you can't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. Which is weird because it was almost like he started to maybe send her home, but then she kind of sent herself home. It was she a little kept, bit like, of kissing a his hand weirdly too oh, really? that whole time. Him. Yeah. It's go back and watch. It's made me uncomfortable. Well, and so then he's like kind of chasing her out to the car and she's like doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. Gave him kind of a half-ass hug. And was like, man, I hope you're making the right decisions. Like, see ya. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of weird. I, I I like the little bombshells that they drop when it's like when they're about to leave and they're just saying things like, not everyone's not here yes. for the right reasons. Because then it just stuff. destroys the bachelor bachelorette. They cannot handle that information. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a little bit of Tammy McKenna beef brewing. Oh man. We'll get to that a little bit later because that kind of culminates into something else. We're going to move on to the one-on-one with Victoria F., her second one. Okay, so girls were pissed, first of all, that she had a second one. Rightfully so. And I think Peter's, in in Peter's defense a little, he was kind of like, we got screwed on our first date. The producers screwed us by making her ex-boyfriend be the freaking singer and end up being so drama. So, like, let's have another one. I just cannot with Victoria F. (laughs) She, like, can't speak. Yeah, she 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 can't handle it. I don't she just know what sabotages it is. everything, and she had a freaking meltdown. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. I'm sob. She's sobbing. She's just she literally cannot handle this. I think she should have just sent herself home. I do not think she can handle this whole thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't think she's. I said she this. Said from I said one. this earlier in the season. Yeah. I was like, I don't think like her mental health is no. equipped for this. And that's like not a slight on anyone. Just some people can't. No, absolutely. Handle it. I don't think I would. Honest to God, I do not think my mental health could handle this kind of situation. I would not. I would not like it at all. Yeah. But I can't figure her just, out. I know. I know. She, I, I know she has like some dirt on her. Big time. Big time dirt. We talked about it earlier. So this I'm wondering season. if she like kind of hustling everyone in the I think way she's she hustling. acts. I think she's hustling. Does she really have this hard of a time with emotions, or is she just being dramatic for the for the I drama? I really don't know. It's. I'm. I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people. I say that, and then I've flip flopped on every single person this season. Every single one. But in a non-reality TV standpoint, I think I'm pretty good at reading people, and I can't figure her out. I really can't. Yeah, I. I don't know. She just bothered me the whole thing. Literally, he was just like, "Hey, like, I mean, why?" I'm just wondering, like, you have these walls up, and I, re- Peter, really, really likes her, and he's yeah. like, "I, I'm all in on you. Like, I want to." You to be able to get these walls to break down. He wants like, a Ronald Reagan her. Victoria F. Tear down those walls. Oh my God, You're that's a good one. That's awful. history. Come on, it is history. That's right. And she just like could not answer anything. She goes, "I just don't know. I just, I just don't know." And then sobbing in the bathroom with producers. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. She says all the right things to producers. She has no problem saying it to them. Like, it's very alarming to me. Yeah. Like, just the whole scene was like, this is so bad. And now, like, does she get a third one-on-one? Because that one was drama. Like, he can't keep giving in to her. Yeah. She's obviously not into this. And he's definitely he confused by it. He needs to be focusing his it. energy on Madison. The I'll, Madisons of the world. Oh. And you know what? Madison, we totally I mean glazed over Madison. Madison. Let's talk. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock. And we're going to talk about Madison. Okay. Because homegirl is great. Three, two, one, go. Okay. okay. I love Madison. I love her. There's literally no one else on this show that I even care about anymore. Like, it is Madison through and through. She's the only consistency. Like, she was the first one-on-one date. Yeah. Which, granted, it was weird. 
but the first one on a date, but they've never like slowed down. Like she hasn't been as much of a focus, but every time they're together, he's so into her. She's into him. They seem to have like fun together. They enjoy each other's company. When she's there was so some bickering cute, at the mansion, like they could hear yeah. them from the courtyard and she's like, there's yelling up there, but we don't care about that. Then they yeah. walked off and probably made out some more. I just, I like that. But I also don't think it's all physical with those two either. Like yeah. I think that they There's a deeper are. connection. we got 20 seconds, by the way. Man, Keep this going. is easy. I could talk I about Madison all day. It's. I mean, I think they are like they do have a physical chemistry, but I think that there's like more to it to, than that. Yeah, I definitely I think the the physical stuff's there, not to the same level as it was with like him and Hannah B, or even him and like but Sydney from last good. week. That's a minute that's we got to stop talking about her. Okay. Um. Okay. Back to Victoria F. She ultimately, I guess, gets to the point where she's like, "Okay, I can do this. I will." Put down my walls a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. Then we move on to our pre-cocktail party two-on-one. That was really, really weird. I don't know. Have you seen a two-on-one date before? I don't know. Was there one before? I think there was. There was between maybe Garrett and Luke P. Last year. I think you might be right. Yeah. There was. Yeah, there was. Okay. So, But this was not like a real date. He just was like. More like a chat. Yeah, he was like, meet me before the cocktail party. This can't this go can't on. This can't go on. Dun, dun, dun. Which is so dramatic. And like, Peter does not write these stupid cards. Like, come on. Yeah. Except and, for the one that he wrote in Spanish. Yeah, exactly. And so they went to go meet him. And he just was like, look, this is too much drama. I cannot like have you both stay. Like, this is too much. Yeah. So he talks to Tammy, talks to McKenna. Tammy's like, Peter, McKenna not, doesn't care about you. Like, she packed your bags, whatever, whatever. Then he talks to McKenna. And she's like, I did pack my bags because I didn't know that I wanted to be here anymore because I haven't been able to have any time with you. And I got a little bit of validation in our group date, and it made me realize that I do want to be here. Yeah. And ultimately, neither of them had the strongest of arguments. I kind of thought all of it went pretty bad. Yeah. Tammy um, really came after her, both like to Peter and to her, saying you're all about hashtags, um, which I don't know if that's wrong. I do think she's – I know. I don't know if she's here for the right reasons. Um, she, uh, what did McKenna, my kind of say? She's like, you made me find my damn voice. Just oh, like yeah. weird things like that. You're trying to silence me and you made me find my damn voice. She was a lot with the. She also said a my truth thing and I hate it when people I say my truth. I hate when truth. people say my truth. There is just the truth. There isn't like your truth means that it is altered. Yeah. One of my favorite, uh, back and forth between those two was, uh, when my kind was like, I hope you watch this season and realize just how like mean and evil you are, and like I'm not the villain of the season. And Tammy goes, "I don't give a shit about that. Like that's not what I'm here for." And that then Mike Kennan's like, "You're nothing." And Tammy, this is fucking awesome. Goes, "I'm everything." <laughs> that's some Logan Roy shit right there. If you guys watch Succession, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was that was a lot. I'm out on both of them, honestly. So yeah, I, was like, I did but love, I, but I wanted Tammy to be the one that was sent home, which she was. Which she was. Which she was. Um, I did enjoy, like, just from a shit-talking level, I kind of liked having Tammy around. I liked her in the beginning as just a yeah, human. Yeah, in the beginning, but now that it's getting down to the, like, wire. And, uh, by the way, really quick, how fast has the season gone? Pretty There's fast. There's only six people left. Yeah, yeah. And then we Nuts. get back to a cocktail party that lasts literally three minutes. It was it's so that. easy it was and painless. And then we get to the rose ceremony. 
I honestly was shocked by the rose ceremony for once. Like, okay, so he really? sends home McKenna. Yeah. Which, like, why didn't you More just like send them by Kenna? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why didn't you just send them both home from the group date? Like, I don't. did he only do that? From, He's not a two birds with one stone did guy. Did he only try to prove a point to Tammy and then was like, but I'm still sending McKenna home? Because I don't really think that was fair. I don't like McKenna, but I didn't think that was fair to her because. I actually like McKenna. Um but I think that he wanted to see her in the group of everyone else to like compare and evaluate. I guess in that moment. I just don't. That's really my think, only rationale. I just don't think that's fair to her. Like, I mean, if he didn't feel it, that's fine. And if he didn't want the drama, that's totally fine. But then just send them both home instead yeah. of making her think like he picked me. I am validated in this. I also and then do think she's, she's slightly too immature and young Very. for this. And like she's twenty two. Like that's not a that's not a knock against her. Like you haven't had the life experience yet. That us old twenty six year olds have had, we're, we're weathered. We are weathered. Twenty six. You're not even. Oh, that's right. Because you your birthday's that. March twenty six. Yes. Coming up. Wow. Coming up. You actually you remembered this time. Yeah, man. I'm great with birthdays. Yeah, you're so great with birthdays. Um, also, to depart from the show is the best kisser, Sydney. I was surprised by that. Yeah. I was really surprised that Sydney Kelly and McKenna were the bottom three, and I was. I'm not happy that Kelsey's still around. Yeah, what the hell is that about? He really likes Natasha, too. Why is and Natasha I, even there? They I don't, literally don't interact. I ever. don't think we're seeing enough of their interactions. It looks like, like she gets a one-on-one next week. So finally, maybe we can see something from she, her. She's kind of spunky. I'm starting to like her. I just don't think we see anything from her. And I yeah. definitely don't think he's going to pick her. Yeah. But I was surprised that Sydney left just because last week they had a one-on-one and they were so into each other. And th- was that last week? Yeah. Or was that Monday? That was last week. Okay. Or maybe it was Monday. I don't really know. I literally don't know what day it's it is. all the same. But on their one on one, he was so into her. He said she's the best kisser. They made out a ton. Yeah. He was really into her. She opened up about fake stuff. That was yeah. Monday. That was Monday. Wow. She opened up about all the fake stuff about, you know, not going to homecoming and prom and eating lunch in the bathroom and whatever. But I was surprised. And I think Sydney was very surprised as well. Yeah. Um So we have Remaining, Kelsey. Madison, the only one that matters, Kelsey, Natasha, Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann, Kelly, Kelly, and there's another one. Why are we forgetting Victoria? Oh, Victoria, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, I don't, interesting crew. It's a weird group that's that's remaining. He had a weird group of people. Yeah, he did. Um, so we got only a couple minutes. So we have to start our real jobs. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Yes. And then uh, this isn't we'll, our real job. What do you we'll mean? We'll come back to our. I guess we'll say our other job. Yeah. Our and we'll come job. back and we'll uh, give you guys our roses. Alrighty. Two roses before yes. we have to put our timesheets in. Yes. You go first. Okay. First one is called the flip-flop rose. Oh. And I'm giving that to freaking Peter because I genuinely feel like he cannot stick with the decision the entire show. Like, the whole thing with Alea was ridiculous. Then McKenna, like, the whole thing of that was ridiculous. Then his whole flip-flopping with being obsessed with Hannah Ann, but then, like, is she ready? And then being obsessed with Sydney and then sending her home immediately after. I just – Peter does not know what is going on. He do does you, not know what he wants at all. Do you like flip-flops like his shoes? Yeah, I do. I'm a big flip-flop guy. Are you? Shouldn't surprise you. I can definitely see you as a flip-flop guy. <laughs> um, my first rose goes to You Can't Fire Me, I Quit Rose. Obviously, Victoria. Is Victoria P. 
um, just because the way she tried to handle that whole situation. We already talked about it. We don't need to talk about it. The whole thing was weird. Okay. My second rose is called the Tom Hanks rose, okay? Mm. Because Tom Hanks, in my eyes, in my mind, in everyone's mind, is such a pure... I've got a bone to pick with you about this, but go ahead. Okay. Such a pure, honest, wonderful person. He's never involved in in drama. He's just a good guy. Unless it's best drama. There we go. Saving Private Ryan. There we go. He's just a good guy. He's talented. He just... He's just like America's dad, you know, like he's yep. just great. And he's like the saving grace when like the rest of Hollywood seems to have a lot of other shit going on. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, that goes to Madison oh. because I think Madison is right now the only one who I'm like, she is the saving grace of the show in my mind. She's the Tom Hanks. She's the Tom Hanks. Wow. You love Tom Hanks, don't I you? I love Tom you Hanks. You love Tom Hanks. Let me ask you a question. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Oh, God, Evan, I knew you were going to bring that up. I've seen half of Forrest Gump. I've not seen the full thing. And I don't really think that's a problem. Rest of my case. This Have is, you seen It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? No, but I'm not well, coming out fantastic. here saying that he's my America's dad. Okay, well, Anyways. I have a question. Did I say I've seen every one of Tom Hanks' movies, or did I say that I love Tom Hanks as a human? <laughs> All right, whatever. Evan? All right, good point. Okay, the <laughs> this, is, this is a long one. Oh, God, okay. The Donald Trump into John Mellencamp rose goes to Victoria F. Reason why. I'd love to hear more about this. So the Donald Trump part is pretty obvious. Build the wall. She uh, builds the wall. We are not a pro-Trump podcast, by the way. I know we don't want to talk about politics, but I'm just going to get that out there. <laughs> but Victoria F. in her mind is like, build that wall. Build that okay, wall. Okay, all right. Because she's building her own walls up. Okay. The John Mellencamp song, the walls come tumbling down. The walls come crumbling down. We are a pro Melancholy. We are a pro Johnny Cook's <laughs> podcast for sure. But also, like that is not that is your second, your third Victoria Wall related reference, and I feel like that's cheating, and you should have had a different thing. The fact that there's three of them and they were all different is pretty impressive, Fine. actually. Fair, all right. So. Fine. Okay, you can have cool. that. Um, you know what else that you can have? What? A good time following us on social media. Wow. That was <laughs> I didn't know where I was going I with that when I started. I didn't know where you were going with that either, honestly. And I feel like I landed pretty safely. It was fine. It was a little bumpy. It's fine. All right. But if you do want to follow us, regardless of Evan's weird transition <laughs> to telling you about it, please give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at BatchPleasePod or email us BatchPleasePod at gmail.com. We love getting emails. We love getting DMs on Instagram and Twitter from people that have questions or that have comments or that just want to want to talk. I want to give a shout out to uh, Danielle who emailed us this week saying, and this is like a huge missed opportunity for us. And especially I feel like me because I'm a big Kiss fan. I'm talking about the band, not the lip action. (laughs) Thanks Um, for clearing that up. But she said that the Gene Simmons rose should have gone to Mike Kenna. Which is so true. And I'm kind of mad that we didn't think about that because of all of her weird tongue stuff going on Monday. So much weird tongue stuff. So weird. Um, So thank you, Danielle. And thank you to everyone else who always uh, reaches out and does that kind of stuff. We really appreciate it. We sure do. And uh, we'll uh, chat with you guys next week. We sure will. Adios. Bye.